Welcome back to the Press Box. We're back week three, week two available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We're yeah, just going to slide that one in real quick. But we're back for another week, another action-packed week in sports. The NHL is getting closer. I'm, of course, joined by Zachary Beamish. Ah. <laughs> Xander Weinberg. How's it going? Sam Pomerant. 70 points. And special <laughs> guest since Ben's not here because he has COVID like a wussy. Kalen Blank. Roberts. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's Roberts. me. I'm, I'm here. He's going to be the new Ben this week, so hopefully... Well, it's, it'll be pretty hard to have less knowledge than Ben, but, you know, <laughs> you don't have very big boots to fill. Let's put it that way. Size three. Size but three. When I, when I put the descriptions of the podcast episodes online, I do uh, put Ben's name last on every single one of them on purpose. <laughs> and for good reason as well. Just, if I anyone read the, that podcast description, and they'd Ben be devastated. <laughs> <laughs> just like I imagine his face, he's like, Zachary Beamish, Sanders, Sam, Connor, Ben. What? Yeah. Just like three what? lines down. Just like return, 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 Ben. What? I don't think he uh, has the cognizant ability to be aware of that. <laughs> yeah. hey guys, I'm upset. Well, I'm upset. We are just over a minute. Well, we're listen, a minute listen. into the podcast. We're a minute into the show, and we haven't talked listen. about how many points the Dolphins have listen. scored. Listen. Oh my you listen. up with 10 seconds. What are you talking about? Segway. Like, we haven't gone fully into listen it yet. Listen to the segue. I had the segue ready. We're talking crap on Ben because he's not here to defend himself. You know who else can't defend? The Denver Broncos. Take it away. 70 points. <laughs> we all know it. We all have heard. We've all seen it. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins scored 70 points this week. Mm-hmm. Only three short of the record. And they held back out of pure respect. They could have <laughs> kicked that field goal at the end to show it to everyone. And we were like, no, we respect you. We'll only score 70 points on you. Um, it's the okay. happiest... I've ever felt watching a Dolphins game. It's like really not that close. I felt the happiest I've ever felt watching a Dolphins game at halftime when it was just 35 <laughs> points. And I was like, would it be crazy if they scored 70? I mean, they're on pace for it. And then they did it. Just not to, I just want to point this out quickly. Russell Wilson had 306 yards. Mm-hmm. Tua had 309 <laughs> yards and still won by 50 points. He <laughs> has, how much? How much? Here's the difference. He what, had three more yards. No, but here's the look at the completions. What was uh, Russell Wilson's completion numbers? 23 for 38. Oh. What was Tua Tagovailoa? 23 for 26. Now, what Insanity. was Mike White? What was Mike White? But Mike White. Mike White. Mike White. Two for two. 67 yards. Were you guys touchdown. Were you guys watching the game? No. no. I was calling a hockey game. <laughs> okay. Plug uh, Nepean Raiders uh, yeah. live on CKDJ yep. Sundays at two thirty. They're on, they're yeah, on when the they're, they're on CKDJ, but they're not on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, where you can find. my point is, af- halfway through the fourth quarter, they're like, "We're taking Tua out. We don't want him to get injured. We're already up by. I think they were they had like forty nine points at that point. We're like, we're not going to make it crazier than that." And then Mike White comes in. He throws like one <laughs> regular goes. pass. You're like, okay, if that's fine. And then I turn around for a second. And I see Mike White bombing it down the field, <laughs> just out of nowhere. I'm like, I didn't know you could throw it 60 yards. To, and, to, and that to brings... all, all people who throws it to Robbie Chosen. Yeah. And I didn't know he was pra- on our team. Off the practice squad. <laughs> just Jalen Waddle didn't even play in that game. Jalen Waddle was injured. He's in concussion protocol. I hope all the best for him. But, but it didn't matter. It, like, If Waddle played, do we score 100? <laughs> <laughs> Is every play a touchdown? Is it a Wilt Chamberlain game? Like... <laughs> Do you guys remember, uh, like, a couple seasons ago, like, uh, the Jets, and, like, just the, 
the legacy that was Mike White that is year. That, and that brings like, up the question, is Mike White the greatest backup quarterback of all time? <laughs> no, Chad Henney. I mean, I think he's number two. Chad Henney's got to take the number I mean, what, didn't Nick Bowles step up as a backup to lead the yeah. Eagles to the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah, Bowl? true enough. Yeah, yeah, but like, that now, doesn't matter. Have considered Drew Bledsoe for this position? Well, I'd say that in that scenario, it's Tom Brady. Yeah, the best then backup Tom Brady. Back. But Bledsoe had to come in. He had the step inside. Look, right. here's the thing. Eric Bledsoe plays basketball, brother. It's a true. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Bledsoe's the best quarterback in NBA history. I love his bar down snipes. <laughs> so that the Mike White play when I was like, oh, everyone in Denver is going to lose their job. There's a part of me that's shocked that Sean Payton is still employed. 70 well, points. You cannot allow... Like, the Detroit Lions I had a season... His, his fault. It's somewhat his... It's someone's fault. It's no one's Joseph's fault. The, the Detroit Lions lost every game one year, and they never allowed 70 points. Look at that bomb to Mike White. <laughs> we're, just, we're, Mike White. we're just gonna appreciate this. I hate the Dolphins, but, like, this is just legendary. Just Mike a White. dot... How did well, that happen? Patrick Sertain could yeah. not do At anything. Point, it's 56 to 13. This guy is way too hyped. Let's not forget, immediately after, the Broncos have a 96-yard kickoff return. Yeah. And it doesn't even matter. Here's my thing. If you're down 56 points, I don't know why you don't just put... Who's this a photo of? Mike, Mike White. Mike White. <laughs> look, at, look at the one in, like, right in the middle of the screen. Pull that one up. This one? No, no, no. Da- well, that one, yeah. But down? That one. Mike Mike White. White. Oh, Mike White looking like every second-year engineering student balling out <laughs> in the NFL. It, wow. Why are you not putting just, like, three safeties back at that point? Un- unironically, the Jets could really use Mike White right now. <laughs> they could. They really could. Zach Wilson looks awful. Well, no, he looks good, but he's playoff. So here's my question. Uh, (laughs) Here's my question. Uh, Now, I'm biased as a Dolphins fan, but I've seen a lot of people be like, well, this is just because Denver's bad. Facts. That doesn't make any sense to me. (laughs) They are a bottom five team. They are a bottom five team, but there have been a lot of bottom five teams in the NFL recently. Every year. Every year there's been a bottom five. There's been one bottom five QB, Josh Allen. And there's never been a 70-point game. Like, you look at the quarterbacks recently and the crazy offensive output we've had in recent years. No no one's touched 70. I think it's just going to be... It's a combination of both. Of course, it's a combination of both. Do you think that the Dolphins have, like, like an all-time great offense going right now? They put up an all-time great game. I know, but... but It's very hard to argue... Against that, but they will have to continue it up, continue continue with it. But they saw the offensive explosion they had against the Chargers this week against the Broncos. The Patriots that, last the week. The Patriots last week. I forgot they played last week, so I was avoiding yeah, it. No, no, it's okay. Um, if that keeps up and we keep seeing it and Tua stays healthy, I think I think he could. Yeah, mm. they're a, definitely they're a solid team. Like looking at them, and I think the biggest part is it's going to depend on Raheem Mostert. Oh, yeah. Like, mm. You wouldn't really think if that's a guy that their offense hinges on, but like you saw it, like 70 points, and then like the they've just been putting up big numbers this year so far. And it, Raheem Mostert has to be able to take some of the attention away from Tyreek, from Jalen, like so that they can actually be able to air the ball out. Because Tua's got a good arm, he can put the ball on the money. But if they're dropping back and only rushing three, four guys every time because they're not worried about the run, mm. as soon as Raheem Mostert has an off game, that whole offensive scheme is done. They'll be, they'll be tested next week. They have the Bills next week. And you know, but you know That's what? The, the first big test for them. Do you know what the Bills can't do? Stop the run game. 
Yeah, and that's and been stop the- throwing picks. Facts. <laughs> that has been the big but after thing. We, for the we, we've been good recently. We've been good recently. The first two Throwing games, the right even, Mostert kind of took over at certain points of the game. Like right. He's been the he's been an underrated force on that offense in large part because like every team knows you have to keep an eye on Tyreek and on Waddle. So they're they're taking guys out of the box. If you and you can't take you if you put only five guys in the box, Mostert's gonna run all over you. We even saw Arcane go out and have a crazy game. I don't think Arcane is gonna regularly put up two hundred rushing yards. Are you saying that you won't have three touchdowns every game? Uh, that I still think he will do, <laughs> oh, okay. but it just it'll be with like one hundred and fifty yards instead. Gotcha. <laughs> but I do think like our Moderation. our offensive line is looking crazy right now. That is a large part why there was so many holes in Denver's uh, line this week. Tua is like not getting touched out there. He's been able to sit back. The offensive line is playing out of their mind. And if they can keep that up and, like, you have Mostert running for, you know, 80-odd yards. You have uh, Arcane putting up some big plays. Then, like, it becomes scary because you got to bring you gotta bring safeties down. you got to bring linebackers in. And then, oh, Tyreek hits a go route and it's all of a sudden a 35-point game. What, what, what Do you think that there is... Is any way that uh, even if Tua doesn't stay healthy, this team is still competitive? Like if you put in no. Mike White, you think that yeah. that, that takes away? Everything? I think I that's I, a legend. Honestly, Mike White. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like it, if you don't have a reliable quarter, quarterback who can constantly get the ball and can constantly see his receivers out there, it puts a huge knock on your offense. So then, what's the worst quarterback in football that can make Miami a winning team? Mike White. Because <laughs> the thing is, I feel like if you put it, put its magic back. Well, if you put like Jimmy G in, mm-hmm. a Jimmy G level quarterback can still make this a winning I, yeah. offense. Yeah, I, uh, this might be a hot take, but I feel like losing Tyreek would be a bigger loss than losing Tua. Oh, I, I, don't think, I don't even think that's that hot. That's I think not, that's 100 true. Yeah, I think t- Tyreek opens up so much for this team. Yeah, the fact that like. You can't play man against him because he'll run past his defender, and you can't play zone because he's finding the open spot on every single play. I mean, so you, you need a double first touchdown that but you can't. Miami had, yeah. and they, like no Broncos in the same zip code as Tyree Kill in that play. <laughs> he's, he's, just, like, he's proud I of that one. Zach adjusted he's for the American game where it's like, he used to zip code. It's not like yeah, in a different area code or a postal code. It's zip code. Yeah. The states. This is America. It's an American. This is America's game. <laughs> But uh, do we want to move on from the Dolphins? Anything else you want to say on on them, Sam? I, I think. I mean, I think. Uh, I love talking about how good the Dolphins are. <laughs> For once in your life, it's it's, it's been so nice. <laughs> you don't even have Ram- you don't even have Ramsey playing yet, which is just nuts to me. Nineteen seventy three. Uh, yeah. Well, Dan Marino was there in the eighties, and he threw the ball very far. He got to the and got to the Super Bowl. He got to the Super Bowl. He's through for five thousand yards. <laughs> he's lo- he's in an era where most people were throwing for three thousand. He lost to Montana. You know what? You can't blame him. <sighs> yeah, I at least it. he didn't lose four in a friggin' row. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think like what does Denver do at this point? This is the type of game mm-hmm. you lose, mm-hmm. and you have to like. Take a look in the mirror and be like, how many people do well, we fire? Their, their, their one can't... defenseman already did that. Their one defensive player. I, I forget who it was, but he's like, I'm tired of losing. It was their, it was, I think it was their D lineman. Or it was it was d- he, defensive he, end or something like that. And I wouldn't be surprised if it was Patrick Sertain. <laughs> I, think, I think that D lineman, I think I saw a graphic. Like, his record on the Broncos since being drafted there six years ago was like 36 and 55. Or something ridiculous like that. It's also like Sean Payton was brought in to make this team win. And to reorganize things, but all the issues that were on the Broncos last year are still here. Wilson's playing better, but like the fact that their clock management is still atrocious, that they're like, they're having these, after a touchback, they're still having delay of games. But now it's to the point where it's like, 
you have to like 100% factory reset the team. That's what I'm saying. You you give up 70 points, everything has to be thrown uh, at. It was uh it was Garrett Bolez who said that. Well, I believe he is a offensive tackle or something. All right, so other line. That had that, that had that uh, interview that went pretty viral of him saying like I'm done. And I'm tired. I'm done losing. Makes sense that he feels that way Yeah. He's right. All the Broncos have done since he's been there is lose. They haven't known how to win in season. Look how in sad forever. this man looks. And yeah. you know, justifiably so. It's, justifiably yeah. so. Like this Denver, I mean, I, let's go back 2 years. They trade for Russell Wilson. They make some moves to get some good players around him. The talk was they were a contender. They were a Super Bowl contender. This year, they get Sean Payton. They're like, well, he's going to shift everything up. Remember what he did with Drew Brees? Missed the playoffs a bunch of times with one of the best quarterbacks uh, in the NFL. But he won a Super Bowl once. He's going to bring them to another win. And now we're three games in. They've looked bad in every game, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Wilson, again, he's looking better. Like, this game's not Wilson's fault. No. Can we, you, can we talk about Russell Wilson real quick? Not like how he performed, but just in terms of like, I know uh, Xavier Howard after the game, he said that he thought it was extremely disrespectful of Sean mm. Payton to leave Russell Wilson in the game. I, I agree. After, like it was like 40 point, like 49. Well, what I found crazy was Miami has the chance to go for the record. They don't kick the field goal. They kneel out. They give the ball back to Denver. There's 16 seconds left in the game. Obviously, at that point, you're not going to win anything. I'm taking that snap you, still. <laughs> but, like, you should be taking a knee. Playing it out just risks injury for every player on the field. It's not—it literally cannot change the game. Well, maybe— Even if he breaks a tackle, he scores a touchdown, oh, great. Now it's 26 to 7. No, but maybe— It's, maybe, it's maybe, that one picture of—is uh, it, like, Chris Paul? Like, massive <laughs> <laughs> three to draw the lead to 42. Buzzer beater three! But, like, that's exactly what it is. And because it—and the difference between basketball and football is if Chris Paul shooting up at three isn't going to injure someone. A running play consistently causes injuries. But maybe maybe— Sean Payton viewed it as like leaving these guys out and making them take another play as a punishment, like to yeah. humiliate well, them. Because that that that's bad coaching. Whether it is or not, and it's disrespectful to the Dolphins. Points, Seventy points is unacceptable. How, whoa, 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 hold on! How is it disrespectful to the Dolphins? Because you just dropped seventy on we their We dropped head. seventy, but what we didn't do is run up the score at the end. We ran the ball out. It was we ran out the I don't know what are you going to stop that 53? <laughs> <laughs> we tried to. We put in Mike White and they couldn't stop Mike White. It's not our fault they didn't have a single safety deep. So then you got to play a little bit of defense. We're not going to just give you the ball. Why didn't Robbie Robbie run it? And when, and the chosen we, did run it them, we did just give them the ball at the end of the game. And, and they you're... still ran it. <laughs> Disrespectful from okay, Sean Payton. Okay, okay, okay. Disrespect. Can we, can we, if we knew they were going to run the play, we kicked the field goal. We can, set the record. Can we move on? Because I do, I do want to talk. Sean Payton obviously known for being a very class ass. Yeah. I'm sure I, he I, had the hit out on Tua. He couldn't I, get him. I they couldn't get him. If we're talking about bad coaching, I do want to talk about Sunday Night Football real fast. Yeah. And whatever the heck the Raiders were doing. Bad things. <laughs> it's the Raiders and the Steelers in any, prime time. Any, of course it any was. Any Madden player could have won that game. Here's my question. Here is my any question. Madden player. Why on earth is that the game on Sunday Night Football? <laughs> yeah, that's horrible prime That is terrible. I mean, I get that it's the Steelers and the Raiders, two of the most popular teams, two legacy teams in football. For some reason. But I, because they were good in the 70s. Oh, good for them. <laughs> But why am I watching that game now? Who's the quarterbacks playing in that game? Kenny Pickett. Uh, okay. Kenny Pickett Garoppolo. And, and, Garoppolo. and Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, those are some what? pretty half-decent quarterbacks. And whether you like it or not, women love Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> they are turning on the <laughs> hey, 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 actually, 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 
Do you know that number one selling uh, jersey? Jason Kelsey! Jason Kelsey! And female baby. sizing is Jason Kelsey. No, it's Jason. It's Jason. It's the number one sold women's NFL jersey. Well, Thanks. Why? Thank you, so, New Heights podcast. Because yeah. Jason Kelsey is sexy. But listen, is guys, sexy. let's talk about it. No, but let's talk about it. Jason Kelsey is sexy. He looks like a puppy. I guarantee you. sexy puppy. I guarantee you, if I go on, after the Taylor Swift spotting, if I go on NFL.com, travel. Is right there. You know what's crazy? She was wearing a, a Chiefs jersey that hasn't been released yet. A Chiefs jacket that hasn't been released yet. Mm. The instant that that jacket goes on sale, it's selling out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. Great marketing. We just, and like, it's not even see... going to be by Chiefs fans. Which is fine. Good for the NFL. I, I, I like how much we are talking about Taylor Swift, not the actual game that happened. Because there was it was the, the Bears oh getting dunked. The yeah, the, so the, here's, the thing, here's the thing. The only thing that made me nervous about that game was it was just after the Dolphins game. And I was like, man, if the Chiefs also score 70 today. <laughs> you know what, guys? Everyone's already talking about Taylor Swift, and no one's going to talk about the fact that the Dolphins scored 70 points. So we talked about the Dolphins. I mean, Mahomes you know was hurt in that game, too, and then like left him in after that. No, but Mahomes wasn't actually hurt. His, his ankle was like touched, and he looked a little bad. And then he came out and like still kept putting up numbers. I, Made sure his boy Travis got a touchdown in front of his new girlfriend. Brought in Blaine Gabbard after that. And then brought Blaine Gabbard into the game. I, I call myself a Bears fan, but honestly, you know what? But you know what? It's I've only been really following them for one year. I the think Bears. I can switch it up. Maybe pick a new team. There's, there's no, time to about jump is, the here's the question: Who's worse <laughs> at being a quarterback in the NFL, Justin Fields or? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. It's Zach Wilson. Zach but like Wilson. Justin Fields is looking bad out there. He had, it's so in the, bad. He was going into the second half with 49 throwing yards. Yeah. 49. Which and is, he's not even running the ball anymore this year, which was the only thing he was good at. To me, well, I think, Bears are, I think Bears they both kind of have the same problem is that they like Zach Wilson and Justin Fields, they just don't own up to anything. Like, like <laughs> don't, don't own up to anything. So they have no pocket an, presence. No, there was an interview last year, I remember, with Zach Wilson. Oh, yeah. Where it was like, the defense held. Uh, I can't remember, it was like the defense held them to like ten points or something. Yeah, and he's like, like, he's like well, def defense game. lost this game. It's like, no, you lost yeah, yourselves. The, the, the game. reporters were like, oh, do you think that you let your team down? Like, do you think you let the defense he's down like, because <laughs> they held it? And no, like, no, and that's that. And then Justin Fields is out here blaming his coaches. Like, okay, no, just stop. But, he, but he's right. He's so right. I'm not saying he's wrong. But at certain points, you're going to have to take accountability, like when you have 49 passing yards in the first half. The place to take, the place to blame the coaches is behind the scenes. Yep. It is not to go and make a media circus out of your organization by going out and saying, oh, the well, coaching's bad. The coaching when staff. But, but the, when you're playing terrible, you can't also blame the coaches. The coaching you have staff to take responsibility making, if you want to be the leader of your team. I mean, the coaching staff are making a media circus out of themselves. Well, yeah, the coaching is bad. I agree with you. I'm, I'm not talking about coaching. I'm talking about whatever was happening to your defensive coordinator. Well, oh, well, but yeah. just, just oh, yeah. since we're almost Do, out of remember, time Remember, sorry, one second. Remember, Matt Aberflus, head coach of LeBerry, says, we don't even need defensive coordinator. I can do it, and then get smoked. Every time a coach claims that it's a terrible that idea, it never how Eberflus has a job makes no sense whatsoever. One one game I wanted to touch on quickly here was the um, Cowboys and Cardinals game because mm. before this week, everyone was touting the Cowboys as, you know, I've saw things saying they're America's the, team. They're, they're the best well-rounded team in the league, which they looked they're like sleepers. after two weeks, which and, always determines who wins the Super Bowl. And then I, they lose yeah. to probably the worst team in the NFL. I so I was, I was watching. Other Sunday. than maybe the Commanders, I, I, facts. I was watching uh, Sunday night or Sunday uh, info countdown, whatever, and they were getting to their game previews, and it gets to Cardinals and Cowboys, and they don't even talk about the game. They just kind of 
put up the Cowboys as the team that's going to win, and they, like, barely talk about the game in any way, shape, or form, kind of, like, pass it off. And then the Cardinals come in and just embarrass them. Yeah, which is hilarious. Like, it, the, the Cowboys did not look very good. No, no, but like, they like what, bad. Also, what I, happened there? Like, what is Central Trap game, obviously? But how are you letting that Cardinals team? Like, what went wrong in your planning? Did you even plan, or did, were you like going the Kyler Murray right and playing Call of Duty a game a day beforehand? Because you're like, it's the Cardinals. Who cares? The, the whole team needs a homework clause in their contract. <laughs> I, I don't even Dak. think. I think that they're the Cardinals are getting a lot of like not necessarily unwarranted, but they're getting a lot of hate when I really don't think they're that bad of a team. Like mm. looking at the way they've played, especially like who's their the, number one receiver? Good question. Exactly. <laughs> but like, and that's the thing. Saying, but like they've been playing. Uh, like, it's probably Zach Ertz, Marquise Brown, probably uh, yeah. Hollywood. Like, but then like you look at like what they've been doing. I mean, against the Giants, like. That first half was it was a good first half from them. They played well. It <laughs> collapsed all in the second <laughs> half, mind you. But I just don't think that I, I don't think that they're anywhere near like one of the well, worst teams in the league. I'm talking like bottom five. I, I don't think they're top. They're, pack they'll or be anything, a, they'll be a wild card contender. They'll make the playoffs and then you think that Arizona's going to be slide too late and then. Are you, uh, oh, you talking about Cowboys or talking about Arizona? Oh, you were talking. Arizona. I'm talking Arizona. I wasn't listening to you. And just like that, Ben's legacy continues. Well, just just to round out this segment, big game October 1st this Sunday. Bills, Dolphins. Fellas, let's just get the predictions around the table. Dolphins score 75 points. (laughs) Josh Allen throws 25 picks. (laughs) (laughs) And I think Tyreek Hill scores like eight touchdowns. I I was being conservative with six. Uh, We're liberal here. Yeah, let's go crazy. Let's say eight. And uh, Josh Allen breaks his knee on the first uh, drive in the season. And Stefan Diggs physically beats the hell out of... Josh Allen. Stephon Diggs is going to literally take his fist. It's going to be so bad. It's going to be so, so bad. And then Tua Tagovailoa leaves in the fourth quarter with concussion. It's going to be so bad that Bob Miller just retires and comes back. Stephon Diggs is going to give his brother his knee and then pull him onto the Bills so that the Bills have some semblance of defense. All I'm going to say is that if I see Jalen Waddle do that stupid celebration, I'm going to kick my TV in. Ready for the Miami Conga line in Buffalo, baby. But needless to say, Bills in four. Let's go. We'll be back. We'll be back to the MLB segment after this. Welcome back to the press box. It's baseball time. It's MLB time. Xander. Should we start off with the Jays? We'll little, start off with the Jays. Jays little, little Jays report. Uh, so we won against Tampa. Yay! Big series to win. Yay! Because uh, as you know, Tampa has the number one wild card spot, and they are also in the AL East, and we need them to lose at any chance uh, we can. It's nice that the Jays wait until September to be able to play in their own division. That happens every year. And then they collapse in the playoffs. It's so nice of them. (laughs) September bow. I love love September bow. I'm here for it. The the Rays look straight up bad for a good amount of that series. Like, it's astronomical. Like, Like they're fielding. But, but I mean, not even just to, you know, talk bad about the Rays. Like, talk good about the Blue Jays. Like, Vladdy had a two-home run game. 
We haven't seen that since for what, like a few months. It's been a minute. Since it's been yeah. a pretty hot minute. At the rate we expect him. He only, he's only at twenty six home runs, I believe. I believe I mean, it's twenty six. That, that's not even a bad season, though. It's like, not a, 26, a bad like, season. We're, we're all but it's not a Vladdy like, season. <laughs> okay, he did it once. We're all basing it off of what we saw him do once. Like he yeah, did it for a, a season. Like I'm not saying that. He had like he's bad or he's not good or whatever. His defense isn't his really defense great, is but it's awful. atrocious. One of the worst in the league at first base. It is the worst in the yeah. league at first base. But like we can't be putting the same pressure on him as we did because he did it once. No, like, but we he know needs he can to, do it, he needs to be an offensive weapon. Well. Of course, but he's still playing well. He getting twenty six and probably get him up to a, probably around twenty eight by the end of the year, twenty nine. Anywhere around that number is still a solid offensive output. I think the issue becomes this team, if they want to be a contender, needs him to perform like he did. Yeah, like The team is built around the idea that he can perform at that level, and if he's not, then the team's going to run into some major do we, issues. Do yeah. we have him sign long-term? Like, do No. We, so when is he out? No. When is he out? I think it's next year. I think we're, we've constantly been avoiding it and like giving him one-season contract extensions, and I think we're on like a... And I think when, we just gave him another one, so we have him that? for next season. I think it's next season and the season after. Okay. The but problem is, is the next contract he get. Oh, uh, I see him here only through this season. So he's done at the oh, end. He's got of arbitration this. coming up, so he get arbitration for two years before he becomes a UFA. So he'll stay here at least till twenty twenty five. So and then the thing is that like no matter what happens in the next set of the instant he becomes a free agent, he's gonna get offered the big bucks. He'll be twenty seven years old. The fact that he can at one point perform at the level that he did means that like the Yankees are going to be offering, the Dodgers are going to be but offering, but the problem, all these big but payroll the problem, teams but are going to be offering. For the Blue gonna... Jays, the problem for the Blue Jays is that are, why would we give like we don't want to give him this money if he's not going to perform like that? Exactly. But, that's the thing what that you, but like you have to make that decision. Either you keep him beyond that, and this is they've got time to make this decision. It's two years of arbitration. He's not going to leave in that time, but. You got to start making that decision. Is he worth it? Is he going to perform at the level we think he can? And if not, do you let him go? I, the other thing to consider is that money should not be a problem for the Blue Jays. Exactly. We've talked about it's this before. Rogers, it's right? They're owned by Rodgers. They're the richest owners in baseball. They can afford to drop a couple mil on Vladimir Guerrero. Uh, as long as we all don't like cancel our inter internet plans. To, <laughs> don't to, worry. They'll fire a radio station. Uh, oh. <laughs> Zachary Beamish with the one who said that. Sam Pomerant has never said anything negative about the Rogers Corporation. And if they want to hire me to be on air, I'm here on the press box. If Rogers wants me to work for them, I'd love to. And you know what? Bell, also a good company that's never done anything bad. Chorus Entertainment, also a company that's never done anything bad. Oh, so we're just switching up the radio. All these companies have never done anything bad. Hold on, do you know which one is the best work for, though? CKDJ 107.9. Where you're listening to this podcast right now, which is also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts at the press box. <laughs> Anyways, Bo Bichette, should he cut his hair? No, I'm <laughs> He probably should go to the barber that I just went Look, to guys, saw. look, who was the guy in, in New York? The, the answer? Michael, Michael K. K. Michael K. K is right. You need professional oh, baseball God. players who care about the classiness of the game. <laughs> Chop your hair off. And play like a professional. Well, speaking of the Yankees, they got eliminated for the first time Woo! in how long? 2016? 
crazy. They can't, they might, they can't down compete down in Biden's America. They, they might compete in Biden's America. Oh my god. <laughs> Zinder's like, but, stop it, guys. This is my segment. Wait, wait, blame the Yankees wait, hold on. I'll get to Democrats. it. I'll get to it. Uh, so, another wild card news the Astros got booted from the top spot in the AL West. Uh, Rangers are currently sitting there. I mean, it's not by much. I think it's, what, two games? Xander, don't worry. They bought some new trash cans. They'll be fine next week. Uh, oh, perfect. <laughs> are they the metal they, ones or They plastic? are ten. They are ten. They got, oh, they're ten. Uh, we we got a source on that. Ten trash cans. Uh, Connor sells them their trash cans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's supposed to be an insult, but... Sure. Commission off those. Uh, are the Astros at eighty-five and Rangers are at eighty-seven wins. Um, well, it's on the screen. So well, yeah, no, but I, the numbers are so small. Yeah, eighty-seven. Would he kill you the full screen? Yeah. That? <laughs> Didn't that help much. Help. But that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> they have wins. Uh, Minnesota has clinched once again. And they the, the worst division in baseball. Can we, they would can have we just to look at the AL East for a second, though? Like, look at that. Like, Which 97 wins, 95 wins, 87, 78. Like, four teams above 500, and the Red Sox it aren't is even if that the far. the division of death. If the Blue Jays were in any other division in the AL, they would be number one. Yep. Which is crazy. Frustrating. Actually, it's we, really right, frustrating. Right now, at this current moment, we'd be a half game back of Texas. You know what? Well, you We're know not what? even in the States. Put us in the AL Central anyways, you know? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I would like to formally suggest that we just go to the NL East and they put Atlanta in the AL East. There we go. That works for me Ooh. as well. If we Ooh. can get the Quebec Ooh. separatists behind us, <laughs> separatist movement, that yeah, might work. Now the because only the thing Quebec is that, like, geographically, geographically, the only team that shouldn't be the AL East is definitely the Rays, where you have like <laughs> yeah, three. You have four in Miami in the AL East who are like You're within like Florida. a couple, like a five-hour drive from each other. And then you have the Rays who are just at the bottom of America. I mean, that's but I mean, that's league. the same thing with the NL East. There's the Miami Marlins, which I mean, are also yeah. all the way down there. And you don't forget the Dolphins in the NFL. Yeah. Florida and Tampa in the NHL. It's just something that always Basketball is the only, only sport in North America that figured Period. out how to do the divisions. Oh, I don't know the division hey. of basketball, and I cannot say anything. I do. The and CFL I has East and West. They okay, figured well, it out. You know, the CFL also had two teams called Rough Riders at one point. So. <laughs> <laughs> in a 17 league. That's not a real league. <laughs> Well, was that devastating to the nation of Canada? I apologize. <laughs> the the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are a real professional sports that, team. Uh, <laughs> Every player on there would be on the practice squad you know, of the worst Owen, team in the know, NFL. Owen, Owen would get mad at you for saying that. Well, <laughs> I mean, hey, we did just have a CFL quarterback make it to the NFL. Mind Good. you, he's a practice squad. He got cut. He got cut. It's a practice squad. He got cut. He got cut. My favorite thing about this CFL is even though it's so bad, so it's such a terrible league, Johnny Menzel couldn't still couldn't make it work there. It's like great. He didn't watch any film. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, Uh, we're talking about uh, baseball, right? Baseball, yeah. Uh, Yeah, The Blue Jays Jays are still sitting pretty. I was gonna I was gonna write on the document that the Blue Jays are still sitting pretty. We are not sitting pretty. We're sitting well. Like we're there. We're we're sitting six out of ten. Three is the magic number. Three is. Hopefully it's the magic number, um, but I don't know, man. Houston Astros have been kind of dog lately. Like, yeah, you you tell them. In in terms, Woof. in terms. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I can't say. I couldn't. I can't follow that up and 
have this be yeah. on radio. They'd be like, ah, oh, you guys would all, like, if I finish that word, you guys would be like, ah, oh, ah, oh, then we gotta cut it. Yeah, you, you need to stop swearing on this show. <laughs> I've said it, I've done that twice. Yeah, twice more than most of us. Yeah, yeah well, fair enough. <laughs> but like Ben gets me a little uh, aggravated sometimes. He's not here. It's fine. Pick a breath. <laughs> Just look at me. Consider this your well, therapy yeah, session. Exactly. That's why Don't I didn't swear it. this time. So yeah. how does that make you feel, Sam? Yeah, we're, ha- we're not even half of the show yet. Feels great. I just hope Sam doesn't hurt my feelings. What's uh, <laughs> what's your relationship with your father like? <laughs> well, <laughs> cage on him. Does he like the uh, Blue Jays? My dad's actually a Yankees fan. Oh, so you've been you've been texting him a lot this week? Yeah, basically. <laughs> just just roasting well, him. Jay's won again. <laughs> um and so yeah, but Seattle's currently sitting number four, but they are like practically neck and neck. I think the Astros have one less loss, but same amount they of are, wins. They're on the same amount of losses, one less win. One less win? Okay. But you know what race is even better though than what? <laughs> what, what, what? Where are we going? Where are we going? Hold on, man. Where? Careful. It's a good thing. Room full of white guys. <laughs> the fifty win race for oh, the Athletics. Thank Ooh. God. <laughs> I hope they make Honestly, it. I hope they make it. Probably my favorite race. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So when was the last time the Oakland A's were good? Was it when Chris Pratt was on their team? Or are they- <laughs> Chris Pratt. They they all they all went to the playoffs like two years ago. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, no, they're doing, they were bad a couple years ago, but uh, they're going to Vegas. They're taking a game. No, they had, they had, to to they had, they had Starling Marte on their team. I mean, he, he was pretty good. Hey, at they the, had Starling Marte. Starling Marte had the coolest card art and you know, MLB the Show at that point. Like you know it was what? a good it was a good time. The Oakland A's to be an athletic. The Oakland A's also had Kyler Murray on the roster at one point. They did. Did he choose the wrong? Sport. <laughs> I'm gonna go with yeah. yeah. Well, I want to say yes. Hold on, hold on. Someone give me real quick. What is Kyler Murray's contract looking like? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's an NFL quarterback. Those guys get paid. He has made, he made like capital P paid. Yeah, but so do baseball players. Not on Here's the same level as an NFL quarterback. Here's What's that? Five two thirty. Yeah. Five years, two hundred thirty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Is there you anyone not, in baseball no. getting paid like that? No. No. no? Mike Trout. So. Mike I think Kyler Murray made the right decision. Show him, Connie will. Either so Show Taylor him. Judd does. Who, who's the Kyler but Murray equivalent in like baseball? Ten year, three hundred something. Who likes video games? Deals, so yeah, there's still a lot of money. No, it's also most of them are five. Patrick Mahomes who is the only one. Bryce Harper quarterbacks are five. Yeah. Bryce Harper, thirteen year, three hundred thirty million yeah, is what we're like, looking at. Yeah, yeah. So I'd much rather get the uh, get that Kyler Murray quarterback money. Corey, Se- Se- thing, right? Corey Seager. And if you know you're Kyler Murray, either you're going to a dog crap football team or an even worse baseball and, team. And, but guess what? There is no good choice. And here. also, you, he's going to get max contracts for the rest of his career. Look at how much money Kirk Cousins is making. He's never been but good. But <laughs> he's always been you mediocre. Like you like, you that. like that? Well, most importantly. Great baseball football, segment. You only play once a week. You can play more Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> Less film in baseball. I think you should have gone uh, there. But let's talk about what needs to happen for next season. Because there's a lot of teams Wait, that hold are... on. The playoffs are coming up in like a few weeks and you're like, oh, forget about it. We're jumping ahead to the next well, year. Well, because there is so much... I talked about that last year. <laughs> last year. Or last, hold on, hold on. Before I talked about that last week, my bad. Before we get off the athletics, I just have to say this. So I'm on their pro baseball reference page, right? Yeah. And so it has like their world championships, their names, their stadiums, everything like that. Has their winning winningest manager listed. It is Connie Mack at 3,582 wins. 3,814 losses for a total of 
a point four eight four win loss percentage as mm. their winningest manager. Their winningest manager was not even five hundred. It's been a long time since the Bash Brothers. <laughs> Yikes! It's been a long time Yikes. since. I mean, Jose it was Canseco. so nice when Moneyball totally worked. Have you seen the uh, the Andy Samberg uh, Netflix show? I have. Not. Oh I yeah, Brooklyn like Nine Nine, a good show. A <laughs> 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 little note of fact: Andy Samberg plays Jose Consenco in Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, but one, one big question that even though the, you know, postseason's about to start and all that is what are the angels going to do next year? That uh, is a big question. Mark. Resign their most expensive players. Are and put they? No one around. Will I mean, they? So here's the Will question. Will Shohei Otani want to go back? Well, that's a big mm. question. Otani's a big question there. Also, how valuable is Otani just as a hitter? He's extremely. Three, he's, I know he's, he's extremely three, valuable. I know he's extremely valuable, and the fact that he will come back to pitch will increase this, his value. He's a three hundred million dollar guy. But he's never. Will he be the number one highest paid person in baseball? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> That's it. I was just curious. I think uh, the Angels should just delete their franchise personally. I just hold. Uh, I guys, let's move them to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> the Las Vegas. Angels of Anaheim. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that the Angels. It's kind of funny about them because. They, they really represent their name. They're just some figure that we don't really know if they're real or not. <laughs> and there's Oof. actually no factual evidence for them. Uh, uh, so this is your first time on the press box. What you know is we're a very pro-Angels podcast. Uh, yes. We believe that the Angels are real and amongst okay. us at all times. So uh, we are very please, uh, religious Redone back is right there. This is, a, this is actually a very, it's a religious talk show. Yeah. Uh, uh, our fourth segment will be We're sponsored on, uh, by Genesis. the church. <laughs> NBA segment will be sp- around Kyrie Irving and his, <laughs> and his choices in life. Sponsored by the Utah Jazz. God did. <laughs> Featuring BYU. Featuring D- DJ Khaled. Let's go golfing. <laughs> Have you ever played rugby? <laughs> but another another team that we need. We need to talk about what are they going to do? We, is the Yankees. Oh, oh, we didn't even say anything about the Angels. We're just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I did. I said, okay, I said end the, the team. End the they team. Need move. Give up. Um, I think, you know, do you think Mike Trout keeps staying there? Like, I think Mike Trout at this point is like, look, I'm never going to win a baseball game I, in my life. I think, I think Mike Trout, he's like, you know what? I'm in my bag. Once it's over, I'll leave if I st- can still play. He is, man, it is crazy. He's very much like the Megatron of baseball. Like just one of like the best Calvin players. Johnson? Calvin Johnson. Okay. Not the Transformers. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, hold on a second. I'm like, where, where are you He's going fighting with this? Optimus Prime. <laughs> but like, he is very much like an all-time great player stuck on a terrible franchise. Barry Sanders. I mean, anyone who's ever played for Detroit. What? Uh, but I do think it's very upsetting that like we haven't had like an iconic Mike Trout playoff moment. Because he's not been in the playoffs. Can I say something? Biggest... What is the most iconic thing Mike Trevor's done for the Angels? Catch he got a struck out fly? by Shohei Otani in the World Baseball Classic. <laughs> like, uh, you know, he's, got a, he's got a really you know, high war. Hit, he's hit home run. <laughs> he won MVP. Like when people think of best, Multiple times. When people think of best players in MLB history, Mike Trout should be there. You would he, is agree? There. He, he is there. He is there. No, but in 20 years, if he doesn't move and people look back on it, nobody's going to remember Mike no, Trout. No, I think people still will because baseball, Because he's got numerous MVPs. And, and baseball is less of a, you, if you don't have rings, it doesn't matter league. Like almost, a lot of other professional leagues in North America. Almost all league. But baseball is not that because a single baseball player can't win a championship. It's yeah. like baseball is so it much is, of a team yeah, sport. And I guess 100%. Of, like it doesn't matter if every at bat you hit a home run. Yeah. It, 
you get four at bats. So was that four runs? The other yeah. team could easily outscore you. And, and like, right? and so like you Mike have to Trout think... is still be, especially if we keep following the trend of looking at statistics. Yeah, like that's the biggest thing. Mike Trout is considered one of the best baseball players of all time. As yeah. I joked, because his WAR is so high, all of his advanced stats are so incredible. Yeah, he loves WAR. He's <laughs> yeah, he's big uh, J. Robert Oppenheimer vibes. <laughs> Uh, he, but Mike Trout's also just. Very good job. Very good job. You might need a Christopher Nolan biopic just to discuss the tragedy that is Mike Trout's career. Uh, I mean, it's going to have two different timelines going from <laughs> when Otani came up and when he was Mike on his own. Do you guys want it as a Barbie style movie or you know, as a Barbie style? Mike Trout's war is. So high that Japan's Jesus. Okay, my point is, my I love you, Japan. <laughs> Please, and do get mad at me. Someone drop that John Cena's clip. We're on the baseball side. I think Mike Trout will be looked back very fondly as one of the great players of all time. But I do think there will always be the asterisks of like, yeah, but he played for the Angels. That sucks. Yeah, he'll go down as like a huge missed opportunity. Yeah, and I think, but I think what will mostly be looked at is like Mike Trout was a great player. Unrelated to him, he had the worst management and worst ownership in baseball. Yeah, yeah. Like, ah, Oakland would like a word. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> and you know, I respect that Oakland's the worst team in baseball. Not even the worst man manager in California is pretty insane. Not for long. Lost 2077. 2077, baby. Let's go. It's going to take them forever. <laughs> Mike Trump for president. 2077. Heard it here first. 2077. Let's. I messed up. I mean, again, <laughs> again. he could be he could be general g governor of California. I think we can end the segment. None of us can talk. Yeah, please end the segment. Oh, are we done? You don't you want to talk about Mercy the Yankees? Mercy Yankees suck. They they the straight up playing like fourteen year olds. Sucks. What? Walter Franco? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we <laughs> somebody got that. Um. But yeah, no. Uh, the Yankees suck. They are spending so <laughs> yeah, much well, money. Uh, sorry, real so quick. Oh, and can you clip that last clip there? We got to make sure that loops on the station. <laughs> <laughs> Turn that into an ID. <laughs> um, they're spending so much money on so much top tier talent, and they are not doing anything. The only person that's actually good on their team is uh, Aaron Judge, and maybe Garrett Cole. Maybe on on a good day. Yeah. But it's been a lot of bad days. And Garrett been a lot of bad days. days. And this has been a very bad segment. <laughs> <laughs> we need Ben back. He's a glue. That was a joke. We do not need Ben back. Um, but yeah. That's... So can I take this over full time? Yes. I mean, we're not. Well, you're halfway through a show. Let's calm yeah. down a little bit. Yeah, you know what? It's not like you have that much of competition. But, you know, <laughs> Ben, he'll be back. He'll be back. Uh, anyways, that's going to do it. We'll be back after this break where we're going to talk NBA. Well, we'll ball action. the press box it's the nba segment we're gonna get a little, little ball action going here 
Sam, what can you tell us about uh, the NBA world right now? Season's almost starting. Season's almost starting. The biggest story right now is what's going to happen with Damian Lillard. It's been mm. an, a narrative all offseason. He doesn't mm. want to play in Portland anymore. Why? Because they're bad. It's Portland. They're not good. It's yep. Portland. They said they would build a winning team around him, and instead they didn't. No one, loves, well, no one wants to live in Oregon. Uh, Yeah. It's I mean, Portland. they beat Colorado in college. So. Oh, because that has so much to do with Damian Lillard. Yeah, Damian Lillard. Like, as soon as I saw that the Oregon <laughs> Ducks beat the color beat Colorado, I had to stay. No, he's leaving. But the question is when and where. He wants to go to Miami. Miami. But I don't. Like, I think Miami, everyone wants to go to Miami. But Miami doesn't have enough I'm to offer. Taking my talents to South Beach. Uh, but there's nothing coming out of South did, Beach that they want to get rid of yeah, that Portland he, wants. Did you hear about the rumor of what Portland was asking? Is Everything, which makes sense. Damian Lillard is a All NBA player, seven time All Star. You're not gonna give him away for nothing, and they have no reason to give him away. Yeah, they don't want to win right now. They need to hit the cap floor. They might as well keep him around as just a contract. If he's gonna play off, the, if he's not gonna play, then like fine, keep him around. They they have all the power in this situation. Dame doesn't have a no trade clause. How many years are left on his contract? Yeah, four years left. Okay, and they can just wait him out. They're in no rush, and they've made that very clear off season, all off season. What's become clear is that uh, the Raptors might want him. Now, I don't know about you guys. Do you want Dame on the Raptors? Yeah. Yeah? <sighs> of course. My he's, thing, he's right? one of the best point guards like, he is of the our generation. Point. That is true. I don't know why they, like, I just don't know what direction this team is going in. What would they even trade that, that, for? You know what? That's, well, I think Siakam would go the other way. Well, that, if, that, you, that you can't, if you get rid of teams. Siakam, then you, there's no reason to bring in Dame. The only what? player we have, Dick. <laughs> I love Dick, dude. Women, y'all, he is what he is. I like Dick. <laughs> Let's keep him going. Let's keep him going. Don't stop. Who else? Who else? Look, Dick's great. But <laughs> I love Dick goes, out of Kansas. Dick goes hard. Okay, we've we got out of our system. We got, we've had enough Dick for now. <laughs> I can never be full enough. I can never have enough dick. I, I can't. It's get gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard you... to keep dick out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Clip it. Clip That's it, Owen. <laughs> We're putting that in the promo. Here's my thing. Yeah. Uh, dick. Uh, <laughs> funny if, name. If, funny if you, name. If you Sorry. can't. <laughs> if you can't keep Siakam, there's no reason to trade for Damian Lillard because then you're not winning anything. You have to trade one of OG, Gary yeah. Trent, or Scotty Barnes. If you're trading Scotty Barnes, then that is fully a, a determination that we have to win now. But, Scotty can't go. But but you don't have enough of a bench. Like, I saw people be like, well, it'll be like when Kawhi came. But, like, that was the number one team in the East before Kawhi came. And they had the bench mob. We do not have the bench mob right were now. Were we really the number one team? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we were it, consistently it, the one number one in the I regular thought, season. I thought Boston no, I thought point. Boston was pretty good. Boston was pretty good. <laughs> but Toronto, <laughs> the whole thing was that like Toronto was so close every year. And then they couldn't put it together. This year we were the ninth seed. Yeah, That's not the same as back yeah. then. And Damian Lillard is not the same as Kyrie. 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 Kyrie Irving. He's not the same as Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is a much bigger difference maker. And the reason that well, worked is that plays. Kawhi. But, like when, but, but the whole thing was that Kawhi could sit when he was in Toronto <laughs> that year. He could play only 60 games because Toronto's, the rest of the squad would lead them to the playoffs. If we have to trade OG to get Damian Lillard, even if Damian Lillard plays all season, our starting lineup is Dame. Gary Trent, Scotty Barnes, Pascal Siakam, Jakob Pertl, which is decent. It's not the best starting lineup in the league. It's not the worst. But then your bench is like Christian Coloco, Chris Boucher, 
the, the, Another the Chris bones. Boucher reference? Okay, <laughs> Bones and Thad Young. Listen, Grady Dick, <laughs> Malachi Flynn. Like, you don't have But listen to, listen to me. For, okay. Just let me say. Thad, uh, Thaddeus Young is in the, with the likes of Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, and LeBron James. With, this is true. With players with 800 games, average 13.5 points, 5.9 rebounds, 1.4 steals, 49% field goal percentage, and 30% three-point whatever the heck that means. One of the great graphics in NBA exactly. history. So he, he has to have some trade value be mentioned with these greats, right? It is. The trade be one for one, then. So, but, like, if they go with Damian Lillard, if they can somehow keep Siakam, if they can somehow keep Barnes while getting Lillard, it would be interesting. I think the issue is still we don't have shooting, we don't have spacing. Damian Lillard would fix that a little bit, but then you have to have one of Gary Trent or Grady Dick who's actually going to be a consistent shooter. (laughs) Gary Trent has never been consistent. He's been so streaky for the Raptors. And Grady Dick's a rookie. That's too much to put on a guy. That's too much. Yeah, exactly. It's too much dick. There we go. Yeah, (laughs) you can't lay that all on the dick. I think we have to. I think we have to retire it after today. Is Dick going to be strong enough to stand in that two hole? I don't know if Dick can carry the load. (laughs) But what about Muhammad Gay? (laughs) What can you do with Dick? Um, but what the, the whole thing though? This is the whole thing though. Is all this talk about Damian Lillard coming to Toronto? He has made it so clear he does not want to play for the Raptors. It's the only team. Like he and at I the mean, beginning was like only Miami, and it's like ah maybe Chicago. If you trade me to the Clippers, I'd be fine. Oh, I could see myself playing in maybe Philadelphia. But every time the Raptors come up, his team is like, I will never play for Toronto. And I will never play for that city. Why, though? Is it, is it taxes? It's because it's, it it's, it's probably taxes and probably because it's and uh, they're not Canada. A win, and they're not a win-now team. Every other team that's trying to get Dame conceivably we could be championship contenders. the World Cup MVP on our squad. Dennis, Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder. That's true. I forgot about Dennis Schroeder. But we'd probably have to trade Schroeder. Like, I don't... <laughs> like, how do we even get Dame? It doesn't make sense. The best case scenario for the Raptors is they're the third team in, like, a three-team trade, and we get maybe someone from Miami. I could see Dame going to Philly in a way to, like, get James Harden out of there, combine Dame with Joel Embiid. But, like, I don't think the Raptors are going to get much out of him. We're not, we don't want James Harden. I mean... I would like, yeah, I agree. He's a shooter. Do you know how many good restaurants there are in Toronto? James Harden's gonna. Hey, 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 hey! And you, can, hey, you know and how he, many good strip clubs there are in Toronto? Say you can actually drink at the strip clubs in Toronto. You can't do James, that in James, Houston. James, James Zanzibar cool. will have a. Can you new not? Member. You can't in America. No. Well. There but you, you know go. what you can do at a strip club? Pull out a gun. John Moran. <laughs> <laughs> On that transition, let's talk about teams to watch in the West. Um, I wonder which strip club a dick's going to walk into. Okay. There. okay. <laughs> right, we're done. Right, no right. more dick. Guys, guys, let's raise it to the banners. We're retiring the bit. <laughs> Put a dick one up on the ceiling. <sighs> I'm going to um, miss him. I'm going to miss him. We're going to miss dick. So they're going up. Hey, I'm gonna be. Cu- I'm curious to see how Memphis. I miss when dicks in my mouth. Okay, for God's sake, <laughs> no more dick. <laughs> but I want dick. Please don't cancel me. But no more dick, please. So what's interesting in the West? I hate dick. I'm curious to see how Memphis is without John Morant for the first 25 games of the season. Bad. Uh, probably. Although they've got some, they've got a good all around team. They brought oh, yeah. in some players. They should be fine. I, I, I just jumped to say that because it's like, oh, star player, not there, bad. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, although, the team I'm most curious to see this year in the West, and I think most people are most curious to see this team, is what is going on in Phoenix? Ooh, How boy. is this team going to operate as an NBA team with no defense, no passers, and just three guys who love to ISO and shoot? 
Mm. Like that was the top. A lot, of, a lot of fantasy points. So many fantasy <laughs> points. Kevin Durant putting up forty points, zero assists. I'm so excited. Like Devin Booker played the one a little bit last year, but he was never as consistent a point guard as he was a shooting guard. You've got Bradley Beal on that team. You've got a bunch of players who can shoot the ball. The question just becomes: Ross. Will any defense happen on that team? Like, look at this lineup. Who's Bull playing defense? Bull. Is Bull Bull playing defense? <laughs> He's yeah. tall as hell. He's very tall. Put him there. Oh, they got knockoff Damian Lillard. They got Damian Lee. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looks like Dame. Too. Is that? Are we? Yeah, we're good. Um, <laughs> Drew Eubanks. Utah. They have Utah. He was pretty good on the net. Yeah, but as a shooter, like these are all shooters they've got. The they've got... only player to play since the bubble, <laughs> TJ Warren. He'll be back. My other big question with Phoenix is: Does DeAndre Ayton stay there for the whole season? Because he's been no. another one of those players where every year there's talk of him getting moved. <laughs> There was talk of him being involved in some trade for James Harden. There was some talk of him <laughs> being involved in... I know, exactly. Like, this is the thing, is every that time they... Tart, well, like, that was at one point of talk. Will Dame go to go to the Suns? That would fix nothing for them. <laughs> they, more shots. They got a new owner who just paid a bunch of big bucks for a bunch of flashy players who are going to look great on Instagram. But will this team be able to put together anything? Will they win every game 150 to 30? Or will they lose every game 150 to 170? 70 yeah. to 20. <laughs> I, am, I, I don't believe in this Phoenix team. I think Kevin Durant hasn't shown to like be a leader in a locker room yet that can actually like bring a team to a championship. No, he just gets Lana Rhodes pregnant. Hey. <laughs> Allegedly. I thought that was Blake. Allegedly. Wait, did you say Blake Griffin? Bruce Brown. We aren't sure who it was. I thought it was, it looks it was like Bruce Blake. Brown. There's a lot of de- there's a lot of debate. No, I thought she flat out said yeah, it's Bruce Brown. No, I ain't was Bruce, it Bruce Brown. Okay. No way it's Bruce Brown. It looks Look like it up. I thought it was something after Lana Rhodes. We don't want to see that. Lana. <laughs> this I don't... is what matters in the NBA. <laughs> I... Oh. Let's see. Yeah, oh, another no. top tier segment here on the press box. Lana, or, Lana Rhodes don't, hints at no, Denver Nuggets star Bruce Brown small. Whoa! No, is he the father? Not the okay. father. Not the father. Divides all of our imaginary it's sponsors. It's only good in the player context. <laughs> so I think that the the Denver Nuggets are still going to be a good team this year. <laughs> you know who's on the Denver Nuggets? Bruce Brown. Yeah, so Bruce Brown's Nuggets maybe not as good as the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> I got to that leave. So I got to leave this team. <laughs> we just oh. had a walkout. We did just have a walkout. Potter is out of the room. So I think that Nikola Jokic will continue to prove he's one of the best players in the NBA this year. Sam works so hard on this segment, and I'm pretty sure Bruce Brown's on the Pacers now, which is funny. But he works so hard, and we just started. We talked about Dick. We talked about Bruce Brown and, and what he's working with. Talk about Lana Rose. After Dame, we. Oh. I think, Sam, I just want to apologize. <laughs> I think that this, absolutely nothing. That's whatever he wants. I think that the Denver Nuggets have a chance to run it back this yeah. year. <laughs> I think, you know, Jokic has a pretty decent chance of winning a a third MVP. He went horse racing. Yeah, I mean, he seems pretty happy about that. I think more happy about that than he was about basketball. winning the NBA championship. When I said when I said at the start we're gonna talk a little ball, this is not what I meant. 
<laughs> you guys took that too literally. Um, it ain't our fault. What do you call it? Just loves his ball action. What, can uh, we say? what do you guys think of the Nuggets this year? Um, I think they're gonna look pretty good. Uh, not, not many changes, right? Not many changes. They're just running it back. They ran back the best team in basketball again. Yeah, I mean. I hope Jamal good, good, good formula. You know, they ain't broken no picks up. I, I just hope Jamal Murray can stay healthy and yeah. ball out. Jamal Murray is my old roommate from Toronto. It's it's his cousin. Well, I really thought you were gonna say Jamal Murray was your roommate, and then yeah. the story became so much less interesting. <laughs> Jamal, <laughs> Jamal's cousin was my roommate for a month when I was in Toronto. Yep. Yeah, two years, but yeah. Oh, okay, well then that's almost a story. Jamal Murray famously has some good ball action you, on Instagram with his mixtapes. <laughs> do you ever meet him? No. Oh, that's a shame. I know. Was his cousin good at ball? No. We can't. That's a shame. shame. I'd slap that kid up in ball. I did oh, okay. slap that kid well, up in ball. Well, that's good to know. You're one degree separated from losing to Jamal Murray in ball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's my that's my thing on the Denver Nuggets is that they're good. Yep. I think Nikola Jokic is the lead for MVP this year. Unless, of course... Should it be a three-peat? Unless, of course, the Dallas Mavericks look pretty nice. That's another team uh, to look at. And they have the press box's favorite player. Okay. <laughs> Kyrie Irving. Dropped a new logo, fellas. I'm just so happy it doesn't look like a swastika. Yeah. Okay? What are we thinking? Yeah, well, you Wait, know... What logo? What did he drop a logo for? No, he he rebranded. Oh, he rebranded. Great, because his he last brand was person so good. He rebranded? So he went from this to... So yeah, he stopped hating... Uh... <laughs> let's see. Let's, let's, go, let's go to the images. It's right there. I was, I was that bit... was a Nike logo. This, this no, is what we're no. looking at now. That's... Oh. Ooh. That goes hard. That, I like that. That looks like the New York Yankees logo, but worse. This looks nothing like the New York that Yankees logo. That looks like logo. a pattern I'd find on like a speedboat. So yeah, I, what do you guys think of Kyrie and Luca as a duo? They looked almost good for a few games last year, and then good. they missed the play-ins. Like they have to be a contender. You can't be wasting Luka Doncic at this point. No, uh, but if well, you the Trailblazers are, can waste Dame Lillard, well, yeah, you shouldn't how, have done that either. How bad is it that we're sitting here and talking about all these talents that are just getting wasted across all the leagues? Like McDavid, Drysaitel. McDavid's not getting wasted. Not, that that, that, that Edmonton team's legit. You're not right, anymore. but a few years. But for years he was Trout, Otani, like Luca, Derek oh, Lively the second, Derek Lively the second, <laughs> Dwight Marquise Powell, Morris. You know, I, it's brutal. This team, I'm gonna be honest with you, Sam. This team looks like trash. Yeah, you're right. But it's a thing of like, how good is Luca? Yo, they, got they Seth gave Curry, up Jalen Brunson. That was probably. I think Luca. I think Luca's probably the most valuable player in the league. Like I think any team would have would choose Luca to start the team. Like for the way I like basketball, how I would build the team, Luca. White guys. <laughs> Brian Scalabrini, Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, Luca Doncic. And then, like if, if Seth Curry can play like half the Larry minutes he usually plays. <laughs> uh, why did you both say that? Why did you both say at the same time? I meant like the way he plays. He just plays the game the right way. He's classy. How long is it? Oh, yeah. He plays the game the way it was intended. How long has it been going on for? Huh? Not long enough. <laughs> we can keep going. Let's keep going. Um, I think I think you know if Kyrie and Luca can play well together, if Luca can you know dominate the way we know he's able to, they're a playoff team. He's Luca's an MVP if that team's top three in the West, easily. There's no way around. I think, and I also think like the way the media works, they want to give Luca an MVP. 
They want to give that next crop of guys an MVP what after a, like five years of Luke of a well, Jokic, Giannis, and so Embiid. He's so good that if his team can really pull it together and he can stay healthy, then he he should be the MVP. He should be. Now, there's another young guy who, if they're, if he pulls the team together, could be an MVP candidate. You got Shea Alexander. Uh, damn it. I was going to say, is he a Canadian? Yeah. <laughs> Canadian boy. Shea Alexander. OKC is looking interesting this year. They got a nice, Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy's going to ball out. The king of tomfoolery. We've talked about it, I think, every week in the press Shut box. It'll be interesting to see how Chet Holgren Shut plays up. as a healthy player, if he can stay healthy this year. Wembenyama, the next Chet Holmgren. I'm standing by that. <laughs> but if, I'm standing by if that. If OKC can put it together, Shea is another guy. He got all NBA attention last year. He could be he could be a legitimate contender for an MVP if Oklahoma City is a, a playoff team. They've got that young core of Dorts. They've got Giddy. They've got Chet. Oku. Yeah. They've got a they've got a legit squad. They could make some noise. And and Shea is getting better every year. Oh my god, I thought that said Andrew Wiggins. No, Aaron okay. Wiggins. <laughs> much less exciting. Like, much, I I would have covered that last week on yeah. where people are now. We would have been wigging out. There we go. Okay. Um, uh, so you've been fired. Yeah. You're not coming back. <laughs> uh, but another yeah, second person in the room the segment. Another team that uh I just want to know what are your expectations for the Cavs? The they, Cavs? Yeah. In the East? Yeah. We're talking about the West right now. I know, but... I mean, <laughs> this, We're off the topic of the East. Well, this we is, talked about the Raptors. We're done. But I, I I, meant to bring it up, but I forgot. Okay. But just, what what are your expectations for the Cavs? I think they're, they're a top three team in the East. I'm hoping so. I think... I, I also think a lot of the teams in the East got worse this year. Like, Philly's going to be worse this year. Yeah. Boston, I think, got better... But like Miami's never been a regular season team in Wait, recent memory. They both wear number two. What is going on? They're there? just they haven't picked their jerseys. Yet. <laughs> uh, losers. Uh, losers. Uh, I think Ricky Rubio. I think a, a year of improvement from Evan Mobley. I think it another year beats. of Donovan Mitchell getting in that system. Darius George Garland looking crazy good. I think this is like this is a oh, team that can real can make some issues in the East. <laughs> I think they're I think they're a contender. Back to the Western Conference, though, in terms of teams to watch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think uh, obviously San Antonio. There's only one reason to watch any San Antonio games this year is to watch uh, Wembenyama get bodied and crippled. You say that <laughs> it's going to happen. I think He's, I'm in the I, same boat. I think I, it's like I, I want to root for Wembenyama. So, but here's the difference. Don't... Here's the difference between Chet and Wembenyama. Chet was playing in college. He was playing against college players who are much weaker than professional grown men in the Eastern, in the European leagues. But it's, it's We've not seen it even, time and time it's again. It's not even that. It's just his build. No, but I know. But his build, unlike Chet, whose build didn't match up against. Let's body shame him. Yeah. But like while Chet's build like stood up against college guys, Wembenyama's stacked up against professional players in Europe. We've seen it time and time again. Players coming over from Europe, which is a more physical game, more demanding game for centers. You don't have those same regulations That's why about going to lock key. up and beat. But you don't have those same regulations. You don't have those same regulations in the paint. Victor Wambanyama was playing his entire defensive time in the paint. He was putting up numbers there. He was getting driven at there. He can take a hit. I think he'll be fine in San Antonio. I don't know. I think someone like Marquise Morris is gonna done. I think he'll try. I think there's also protections on defensive players, especially when they're a star like Wembenyama. That'll keep him keep him safe. I I think Wembenyama is gonna be an interesting player. I'm very excited to see him in the NBA. He, he might, you know, he might turn out like Xander things, but he, he could be one of those unicorn players that, like, despite looking like it can't work, makes it work. Dingus Bingus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's Dingus well, Bingus. And then the, just one oh, last yeah, team to no look worries, forward no to in the West. There's one last team. Uh, ben would kill me if I didn't mention them, oh, the Lakers. Sake. 
can LeBron will this team to be winning? Will like yeah. that core they got together at the trade deadline last year is mostly intact, and they look crazy in the second half of the season. They look crazy in the playoffs. Will Anthony Davis take the step? Who knows? Uh, will LeBron have his swan song, or will he finally look like a forty-year-old player? Wow, that's something to watch for the Lakers, and that's really those are the most exciting teams in the West. There's some other stuff going on. The Warriors are still the Warriors. Yeah, With the Clippers Paul, are still the Clippers, but. I over I, I think those two teams are teams that are on the wrong side of father time. Well, um I and think watch if, for Dick. I think if anything we we digressed Duke, we, Dick shoots it deep. I think anything we we digressed <laughs> as a show, I think we lost all credibility in this I thing. Think, I think society um, is just back yeah, over we, the last 15 minutes. So of the I just want to Not apologize for this Not our one, fault. But, but keep listening. Come on, give, give us a second chance. The okay? hockey segment's going up. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that, which is always the most exciting. <laughs> I'm just playing. But uh, yeah, we'll be back. Season starts soon for the NHL, and after these few messages, we will hopefully be having some actual conversation of substance about the sport after the few messages. Ladies and gentlemen, to the press box. It's the NHL segment. And Zach, what are we like? Sixteen days away from the season, something like that. The season approaches quickly. The preseason has started. We're kind of getting back to the full swing of things. And of course, that started in uh, the hockey hotbed of Melbourne, Australia. Yep. Um, You're... What? <laughs> All right, Mike. Oh, they're Australian. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no. Um, and of That's course, not a knife. No, no, no. It's a crocodile. Didgeridoo. Get your panties in a twist. You guys know who uh, Rupert Murdoch is, I right? Never, I, I, I never think it could get worse. It Rupert Murdoch gets worse. What box the continent Apparently, of for the past decade, has been trying to get another Crocodile Dundee movie made, which is the only good thing he's ever done. And that has so much to do about hockey. But you um, know who did a lot? You brought up Australia. You, I had to. You know who did a lot for the continent of Australia? Logan Cooley. Go, Ooh, Zach, go, thank you. before we get sidetracked. The, the two teams they decide to bring uh, to Australia, of course, the Kings and the Coyotes, because of why not, and Logan Cooley well, already decides to score the best goal of the season. Yeah, pretty much. On yeah. the first preseason game, absolutely undressing a couple of players, falling down, snipes the top corner. It has to, makes you wonder... With him being an addition to this Coyotes roster, are they going to be no a little bit better no. than worst? <laughs> no. No? No. 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 Uh, the, I mean, the Sharks does, will be worse than them? Yes. I don't watch hockey yeah. and I know that. <laughs> D- but does he give you any sort of hope for this team? No. 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 Negative. <laughs> okay. Not okay, a gotcha. chance. Never. Still have beautiful jerseys. Give him a credit for that. Move on. Oi, oi, oi. Thanks, Sam. Put him in Salt Lake City. I'm sure your mom's gonna be proud of you for that one. Yeah, she might be. Um, (laughs) No, then you'd. Anyway, going to um, more preseason action. Of course, the Senators' preseason starts. Um, They beat. Already started. uh, Yes, I meant. uh, Has started. Beat the Leafs. Timmy Stu with a nasty. Tim Stutzel. Nasty shot. Has not missed a beat. He's good. It feels like his floor this season, in a healthy season, his floor is 80 points. It feels like his ceiling is 107 points. You sense fans never learn, do you? Nope. <laughs> but there's no reason 
with that release and the team they built, there's no reason to believe in the season he had last year. There's no reason to believe he can't have 40 goals this season. Oh, there's always a reason. I'm going to need you to stop using words right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, he looked insane. Let's go see Anton Forsberg back after that. That injury he had and didn't look bad, which was very, very important to see. But, uh, and it, listen, it's a preseason. It's it's way too early to jump to any conclusions. But the Flames did score 10 goals. What? They beat the Canucks 10 to nothing. And yes, it's the first preseason game. But should Vancouver just give up already? No, Probably. because... But is that worse than 70 to 20? It borderline is. I, if it, it's, if it's a close. regular season, if it's the regular season, yes. Um, but it's preseason. And mm. yeah. I cannot believe we're talking about the preseason. I know it's like the NHL segment we have to talk about it, but like as if it has any uh, standing on the yeah, rest of the like, year. I would like to mention right now that three-fifths of the show are currently actively on their phones, which is why their segment's not gone off the rails immediately. <laughs> would you like me to take it off the rails? No. Like, hey, no. No. Clary. No. Clary. Australia. Let's get the Kings and the Coyotes down here. That's more uh, British. Two th- actually, two things that Australia will understand. They have Coyotes. Yeah. They're part of the monarchy. I think it was a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's a good point. I, Australians I, show up, they're like, I know what a Coyote is, and I'm familiar with Kings. Yeah. He's on our I hate This is like, remember when uh, the NBA did their Spanish version? <laughs> where they're like, El Heat. <laughs> 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 okay, hold on. No, let's do it. It's almost like there's actually Latin, you know, people. Yeah, in, but it's almost like there's a the Spanish States. word for heat. <laughs> El fuego. I, I, I do have... That would have been better. They're just like, I don't know, El heat and Los Lakers. <laughs> so, I have a question. With the NHL playing in Australia, where, wait, wait, wait. where where else should they play? Where else should they play? Where, where else could they go? The moon. The moon. <laughs> Antarctica. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Sam Pomeroy. <laughs> okay, okay the Sam. Moon. Sam. If Have the- you ever seen The Martian? Matt Damon looked bored. Yeah, okay, like give it some it, hockey. Let's get an NHL game Sam, up there. If, we watched it. Pretty good movie. If there was an NHL game on the moon, which two teams are you sending? Gotta be the stars. I mean, send. Oh, right. Yeah, send send the you're back on the show. You're back send on the, the, stars the stars and uh, send Arizona. It would be nice to have them play for a game that people care about. Maybe leave Arizona there. Yeah, <laughs> relocate them to the moon. <laughs> be- no, no, probably, no. Okay, okay. probably a better arena than they have in Arizona. It's got to be the stars, right? Mm. And then the Leafs because they're always just in space. Should. Now, I'm also thinking we leave the Leafs up in space because I don't want to deal with them anymore. That is a great original joke. <laughs> Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Where else should we play an NHL game? A, you're not going to play it in like Eastern Europe because they've already got leagues there that are more relevant. Well, you could. Japan. Go to Japan. That's feasible. Ooh, that's, I that's like that's everyone's yeah. doing that these days. Japan actually, like, they, they get the they, China. Like, it's actually quite They're not going to be able to China. Japan. Yeah, that was really Japan's complicated with the NBA. It's definitely on the up. Yeah, that's definitely true. I think Particularly the women's game. Yep, is, I was literally just about to say it. Their women's game was really good, mm-hmm, at least yeah. compared to the rest of the world. Um, you know where else they could play a game? Quebec City. <laughs> just tease it a okay, little bit. Okay, just be yeah, a little okay. Rude. We were giving realistic examples, right? <laughs> Japan, the moon, Quebec City? Are you out of your mind right now? Quebec City? Yeah. I don't know. What if you put one of those teams in like a red and blue jersey? <laughs> red and blue? You think that color scheme would work? I think it could work. When does that ever work? Let's just Colorado play a game in 
in Colorado. Uh, oh, Winnipeg. Winnipeg with their brand new, good-looking baby blue Still, jerseys. I'm not counteract that point by pointing out the fact that they're bad. <laughs> they're not. They're not, Zach. I literally, I literally look at them and I'm like, I don't see, I don't get what you see wrong in them. Baby blue is in. Baby blue looks good. Baby blue should not be in. It looks bad. I like baby. I think okay. Zach, you so have you, so many wrong takes you know, you in know and out of the, the studio. Reverse what? You know the reverse <laughs> retro jerseys that uh, Montreal Montreal had last year. Uh, yeah, that were baby blue. Those are bad. Ugly as hell, and they failed to win a single game in. Because they were so ugly. Also, yeah. they were a bad team. They failed to win in a lot of different jerseys. That's true. <laughs> and remind and, and let's go with Winnipeg. So here's, a bad team. So I'm looking at this. I'm looking games. at this jersey. I think the issue is less the baby blue. It's the it's, gloves. It's the, it's the lawn. The gloves are bad, and the baby blue mixed with the bright red is disgusting. Yeah, it's a bad looking jersey. It, it, like I, I don't mean, hate the, I don't hate the concept of the of the, the gloves. way they had a darker blue in Quebec. I don't hate the idea of the gloves. Sacre kind of like a throwback, but it does not mesh at all with a current kind of style that they're going for. Old and new just doesn't work in this. They look ugly and disgusting, and uh, Xander should go to jail for his take that it I looks think good. they look ugly and disgusting. I think the Jets as a team are ugly and disgusting. I think the Lock city of Winnipeg is ugly up. and disgusting. Lock him up. Whoa! Lock him up! Lock him up! We're locking up Xander. Apparently for me, saying that the jerseys l- l- don't look bad, yeah. they look pretty good. Oh. Alright, alright. We're gonna take a... Lock him we're, up. No, no, no. We're gonna take a, a press box poll here. Okay. Who thinks these jerseys are bad? I do. Yay. Yay. All right. So that's I mean, three. it's all right. Okay. So that's three against one and a half? Yeah, give me a half. So uh, Three and a half versus one and a we half. We have decided that these jerseys are god Oh, wait. Hold on. I just checked with the Electoral College, and actually, they're good. <laughs> uh, Politics. Oh, the gerrymandering. What a funny joke. That definitely means a lot in Canada. Uh, uh, are you trying to fight me? What? <laughs> Whatever happened to hockey being interesting? Okay, can the season just start already? Like, gosh darn it. What are we going to talk about? The Nepean Raiders? Beamish, who's, the, who's the first player who's going to get suspended this season? <laughs> Darnell we, Nurse. Ryan Reeves in his first game. Have they hired a new coach in Columbus? Uh, they yep. they hired one immediately. The thing is, is that we're in such like like a weird period of hockey where it's like the season's about to start. All the trades and the off-season stuff has stopped, so we're in like a section of limbo of, of nothing. There, there is a few things. Oh, we name them. The Jets there, have a bad jersey. The there is <laughs> there is Anaheim and Zegers and Drysdale who have mm. not signed yet, mm. and seem to be getting kind of very upset about that. Mm. And St- Stamkos upset as well. Steve Stamkos very upset right now, and that's a bad look. And the 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 kind it would seem like the opinion. Of some of the management in Tampa was that we don't need Steven Stamkos. Bad take. L take. Good take. They've won without him. I know, but it's more of a you want to build a like a uh, an energy behind your team, right? And Stamkos is a leader in that dressing room, and it's a bad look to let go of the like franchise defining your, player your cornerstone just because you don't want him anymore yeah. like there's a reason Ovechkin and Crosby have played for one team for their entire career and that they will play for that team for their entire career is that like it's a better look to keep around the guy who like led you to being a winning team <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you are not. You are not ready for inevitably seeing Sidney Crosby in the National Predators. Connor pulled up Kevin James looking like a snack. <laughs> Why is that a meme? Okay, I'm, I'm derailing my own segment now. Why is that a meme? So we're talking about the meme where Kevin James is looking at the camera, a little smug, got a little shoulders up. So this is this is the this is the press box pop culture segment. Basically, NHL, nothing is going on. But you know what is popping on the right not now? Kevin James <laughs> doing some weird smirk into my eyes. It's, for, it's a promo for King of Queens, and right? It's a very nice image. What are your thoughts on this photo? Why? Where is this leading? Why did you pull this up? <laughs> How is that like who is on Getty Images and searching up Kevin James King of Queens and it's like I found their new meme, Remember, guys. like, this is our seven society. minutes ago when Beamish was complaining that we were on our phones and not derailing his segment? <laughs> hey, okay. okay. And now, we've look what we've done, guys. We did it. Uh, we, we've succeeded. Uh, do you think Stamkos... Do you think Tampa Bay should sign Stamkos? It's, it, they're in a weird situation with their cap and all of that, but I feel like you have to. Yeah, I just feel like... If, Here's the thing it's for a things. bad look going forward if you're like, oh, we'll just leave him to, for, to Here's go. the thing for, for Stamkos is... That he's so good. Yes. <laughs> what? He's so good, guys. However, he is getting up there in age a little bit. Yeah. And he might have to take a, a bit less money. If is he, he going to refuse Tampa. to take less of a... He's, do you think he's going to refuse the pay cut? If he wants to stay in Tampa, he can't. Do you think he will refuse the pay... Like, that's the question. I think... Because I wouldn't be now, surprised if he takes the pay cut. I think now more than ever, yes. If this wasn't... <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm relating it What is the point? Connor's pulling up Kevin James in Paul Blart 3 Barclays Center Security. Kevin James isn't going to be like in a serious cop movie later this year. I don't know if I've talked about this with you guys yet. Oh, yeah. he, was in a, he was a serial killer in a movie and that was... Yeah, the Sean Payton movie on Netflix. There's always, <laughs> there's always a meme throughout the Press Box episode. First, Joe Biden. Then Chris Boucher. Now it's Kevin. Except James. They're, they're shoving Kevin segment. James in our throat during the last <laughs> yeah, segment. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't look for this. Like we weren't like making oh, a funny joke. This <laughs> <laughs> is entirely Connor. <laughs> you pulled this up out of nowhere, <laughs> guys. Guys, I'm we so are right this, this whole time we've been doing this for you know eight months of the press box, and we always yes. thought that the problem was Ben Owen. <laughs> we have to consider for one second that. Connor is the heart of the issue with this with this franchise. That's a look. That's a fit. guys. We that's, that's do me. Guys, we have to trade Connor for Damian Lillard. <laughs> we'll take him off. Let's get Damian in the press box. I thought we were talking about the boxing segment. That's why. I brought up <laughs> Here comes the boom. Exactly. Uh, Banger of a song. Ne- Neo's hit song. So, anyways, so, Usher's gonna be doing the Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> so, okay. Whoa. One, one, one last confession. One last actual important thing we have to bring up. Michael Ann Lowry's Usher? sales senators yeah, has been made official. So, we make you Like, officially official. And give some to the market. Why are you sitting? Turn on the mic. Side to side. Everyone, everyone but Zach is off for the rest of the. <laughs> Michael Ann Lauer is officially bought. <laughs> we open our hands up. 
<laughs> Michael Andler just bought the set. That was so upbeat. so upbeat. Anyway, yes, he did. And reason for the I'm about to deposit it. Xander, I swear to God. I think I remember those eyes, 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 eyes. baby, Okay. Taylor about the senators. Pinto is inside. Can we just end my misery? Wait, hold on. Let's talk about the let's talk about the fact that the Sens have a new owner finally. Yeah, I've been trying to. Um, yeah, yeah. Got, <laughs> Xander, Xander, please. I need to. I'm trying to take this over because Beamish clearly can't keep this show on the rails. Wow. He's trying to keep it wow. Right, right. Because you kept the NBA segment on the rails. Yeah, everything's going perfectly fine up until me, Beamish had to take over. Me when the Sens have a new owner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beamish, do you think the Sens having a new owner will actually impact winning on the ice? <laughs> Yes, because Melnick will start to deterrent to the product on the ice. Sure. Here's the issue. Yeah. Is, like, we haven't fired our coach. <laughs> We've kept our coach the same. Whoa. I got two mics now. Special <laughs> audio. We have the same coach, which was a problem the past few years, and we haven't really made that many changes over the offseason. Why would a new owner improve how the team is playing? So I, I would say they've made some pretty substantial changes to the team in the offseason, adding Tarasenko, getting Corpusalo. Mm-hmm. I think those are substantial additions to the team. Yeah. That does make the team better. In terms of coaching, I think you're right. I do think you're right about DJ Smith, and I'm not I'm not convinced he's the guy right now. But looking back at the last couple years of Eugene Melnick, his meddling, his unwillingness to pay players. <laughs> you meddling kids. Yeah, his the fact the players just didn't like him. He's the reason Mark Stone left because of UD Melnick as one very definitive example. Yeah. Um, Having Michael Anlauer there, of course, he's kind of an unknown right now. But having him there, I have the feeling that he will not be such a deterrent to players wanting to play here. Okay. So are we going to see that impact this season? No. But are we going to see that impact in the future? I think so. Okay. So... It's not an immediate thing, but it's going to be a future thing. I think he also helps, hopefully, and he's been saying the right things in his introduction and on the radio about getting an arena, which will also maybe attract players if you have a new state of the art arena. Um, and just at the city at large, it boosts morale, keeps players all around here. So I do think that he will have this kind of trickle-down effect that will help winning. Also, he's going to, it sounds like he's going to expand um, their front office, get more analytics in there, get a present hockey operations, which I don't think they've ever had. Um, Silver Leader's already back. They might bring in Daniel Alfredson in the front office as well. I think you have a substantial impact eventually. Just please move the team to Lands or wherever LeBreton Flats. Please. Move it to, yeah, move it please. downtown. It's not going to happen immediately, but you do have to move the team downtown. Well, well, we got that to look forward to. Um, have you made it this far in the segment? Uh, good. Good. <laughs> Two minutes you, of series you thought right there. Good job, guys. Reached a part of substance. I just want to add to round out this segment and this episode of the press box. There is not a photo of Usher and Kevin James together. We need to make that happen. I'll call some people. We'll make something happen. Who do you know? Me. That's my business. Oh, okay. I've got a lot of connections to mall cops across the country. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Um, that and I'm good friends with Rob Schneider. <laughs> That's not a good thing. Hey. What? He's got an unfair hand. Has he? No, he's got a pretty fair hand. <laughs> well, fellas, um, 
I mean, basically, you can say anything you want to round out this segment because uh, come see me in the bars of the Canadian Tire Center. It uh, it's probably been one of well, I thought the basketball segment was well. One of our and worst, hold on, I think we should clarify. He's not like getting drunk at the bars. He works. <laughs> he works there. <laughs> After this segment, I will be getting drunk at the bars and hopefully forgetting this episode. But I enjoyed it, fellas. Did you? It was fun. This was I, this I, was a I, fun I episode. You guys inviting yeah, me. Yeah, thank you for coming on. Can thank thank say, you, Kayla. I'd say for yep. I'd say it was a uh, pleasure, but uh, we it wasn't uh, well. Anyways, and I should we'll note see. we did, we didn't make a big deal of this because we're not like as obnoxious as the NFL media. But Taylor Swift actually has been in attendance of the recording of this show, yep. and she's mm. been a big fan of us. Yeah. Yeah. Ben, she's up in the ben has been with her the whole time. Uh, That's why Taylor Swift has been yelling, uh, "Let's effing go!" the entire time. She's a big fan of the press box, and we really appreciate hey, the support. She has an family. unannounced. Press box jacket on right now that will sell out. We will be dropping that soon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to be fe- featured in her next album. We're going to be sampled. We uh, will be on her vault track slot. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be me yelling that I like. I can't go back to the. <laughs> I like, we did. 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 We Will we be back next week? I don't know. <laughs> we might. Show might be canceled. <laughs> might be canceled after two. Look out for us. Goodbye.